What's up, everyone? This is Josh Peterson of Humanican Media. And I'm Gerald Glassford, and we're from the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. And you're listening to Weird, a Two Dudes podcast right here on the Ace Podcast Network. I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere. I know, that's really weird, isn't it? Ace Podcast. Weird. Hola, amigo Craig. What's up? Come on, get get. Where, why are you way over there? I've just decided that I really am comfortable leaning back. <laughs> well, move your microphone then. Never thought about that. <laughs> I can lean back and talk. My name is Aaron. My name is Craig, and we are weird. And we appreciate you being here for episode one eighty, Craig. Wow, episode one eighty. How's that possible? You know, I don't know. Who would have thunk it when we started this, when we got on this train two years ago? And there wasn't a poop train from no, New York either. No, Well, some would say it is, actually. <laughs> although we would have been refreshed with Febreze by now. Yeah, we would have. How are you? All right. Doing all right? Yeah. Oh, you know, pleasant weather lately, except for a lot much. of rain, but... <laughs> well, you just contradicted yourself. Pleasant weather, except well, for the I, hurricanes. I, I actually think rain is pleasant. Depends on what kind of rain it is. And it's definitely cool. I got grass growing in my backyard. Pretty excited about that. There you go. It's no, I planted grass because the dogs had muddied up the whole backyard. Sure, they and did. I, and it's yeah. growing. Nice. So excited. Yeah. You know. Are the dogs excited? Just I don't know. Just because you throw grass seed out there doesn't mean it's actually going to do anything. No, I've, I've made that mistake. And that stuff's expensive. Myself. That stuff's pricey. Yeah. It ain't cheap. It's not what they call cheap, that's for sure. No, I think, you, to me, a bag of grass seed, you think it'd be 10 bucks. Yeah, you think Try so. Try 30. Whoa, $30. For a little bag. Just to grow some grass. Just to grow some grass. I'm just going to go plant weeds. You're going to plant some weed? Yeah. No, we're not, not some. Well, you're planting grass. <laughs> no, that's Bermuda grass. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Craig, this week's uh, prize, if you don't get. I'm not, I'm not going to say. I'm going to, because I think you're going to guess. I don't even know, because I never see the prize. What's, tell us what it is. Nope. I'm going to hold off, because I think and, you've got this one. And then you're going to tell everybody what it was that they could have no. won? No. No, we'll save it for next episode. <laughs> if, if you get this one, not, and no, I really gonna, think you You're will. not going to tease what they could have won. It is a, um, it's an external battery, a 6,000 mega kilowatt, milliwatt? something like no, that. No, yeah. milliamp. Yeah, yeah, something. 6,000 milliamp, it's supposed to re- uh, be able to recharge a phone three times. So it's a very powerful And then you throw battery. it away? No, no, you don't throw it away. Oh, you charge it again. What's the name of the shower speaker we gave away? The web, something web? I don't remember. Uh, spider web spiders will eat like your that. shower this is the same brand only instead of a shower speaker it's an external battery there you go but anyway we'll have to we're going to save it because i'm i'm so sure you're going to get this one i don't know why you would say that okay but here we go you ready you got sure. your ears on now okay. here's how the game works i'm going to play a cover song okay and craig this is going is is to not be able to figure out what it is that's why we call the game stump the chump mm-hmm. so that craig that's what you call it yeah craig has got a guess he's got 20 seconds to guess the uh, cover song I'm about to play. Okay. All right. And if you don't get it in 20 seconds, a buzzer goes off and we give away the external battery. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ready? Dead giveaway right there. Oh, Huey Lewis in the news. Power of love. Oh, you got it. See, I <laughs> knew you would get it. Very good. <laughs> I finally got one. You got one. That's why I'm like, I wasn't going to tell about the prize because I knew you were going to get this one. And see, that was pretty difficult. That was just a guitar. Acoustic. At that. Okay, you turn it off now, board. I finally won. Do I get Well, the, now we don't. No, you don't. Uh, why don't I get the battery pack? Well, because we stopped doing that because I knew you were going to get this. Oh. Yeah. That's how it works, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Okay. Well, now we can't ask Siri. We can't pick a name. I can ask Siri something. No, no, no. No, no, I could tell her something. Okay, go ahead. Tell her something. Hey, I don't like you, and I don't need you this week. But, but. (laughs) That's awesome. I love Siri. Yeah. Wasn't there a movie about a guy that fell in love with Siri? That was not planned, by the way. She actually just said that. That's funny. Yeah. 
She was it called? She. I don't know. I oh, was at the her Joaquin Phoenix. Thing? Yeah, yeah. Her she something like that. Something bizarro stuff. But anyway, speaking of bizarro stuff, we got a lot of it this week. Top story. <laughs> Man shot by gun while it was in his oven. Now we've had this story before, but not, not this the same story. Well, but no, I'm we've had stories. We've had a story of uh, a gun in an oven, and as you said during the band meeting today, yeah, we're gonna have to outlaw ovens. Yeah, we are. Yeah, because if only, because ovens are killing people, they are or killing at least people. injuring them. And if you outlaw ovens, ovens will be outlawed. If you outlaw, you tried this earlier, didn't if work. You outlaw ovens. Only, if ovens are outlawed, only outlaws will have ovens. If ovens are outlawed, only ovens will have guns. That's not it. <laughs> Something like that. If uh, if you outlaw guns, ovens will shoot people. That's it. Right? If you outlaw ovens, ovens are, are will cook guns. Quite honestly, I quit listening to you about <laughs> 20 minutes ago. You play your little sad story over there when I say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. This is absolutely ridiculous. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, he did. Come on back, Craig. Oh, I'm here. I'm okay. here now. Okay. Uh, okay, so... Warren, Ohio. That's the guy's name. Warren, Ohio. Warren. A man in Warren was injured after being shot by a gun that went off while it was in his oven. Police said the, a, the incident happened on Riverview. River, I'm doing it again. <laughs> Riverview Avenue on the city's northwest side Sunday evening. Detectives told 21 News. Why didn't they just tell one of them? Because they wanted to make. They didn't want to exclude anyone. Oh, that's, yeah. and that's a lot of news stations. Yeah, if you outlaw, if you outlaw 21 News. Anyway. They told the news that the man placed the revolver in the broiler section of the oven to keep it safe. <laughs> really? he, put, he put his bread in the safe. In the safe. <laughs> and it didn't rise. A woman who lives uh, at the home then started using the oven to cook when the gun went off, according to police. He couldn't have stuck it the dishwasher. <laughs> he could have stuck it in the, I'll tell you the where freezer. I'm going to put my gun in the oven where it's safe. That way, I'll know where it is. Uh, let's see here. Where was I? You were, uh, uh, detective uh, said yeah. the man was in the basement at the time and didn't know the woman was cooking. He needs, she, Maybe she never cooked. <laughs> well, it may have been safe. She? When, exactly. When he heard the first shot, he ran upstairs and tried to get the gun out of the oven, but it was too hot. It fired again, striking him twice, according to the police. Police said he was very lucky he wasn't injured any worse. The man was taken to the hospital and is expected to be all right. Police have not filed any charges at this time. What are you going to do? Arrest the oven? <laughs> They're going to outlaw ovens. They need to. I'm going to vomit this next story. Okay, this next story. Now, we have actually talked about this before. We covered this story a couple of years ago. something. But it's made a comeback. Headline is... Not in my house. Cockroach milk back as a superfood trend. Food trends like cronuts and charcoal come and go, but one bizarre superfood is back. Two years after it first debuted, of course, we're talking about a cockroach milk. That's disgusting. This pesky bug is actually filled with an energy-rich milk-like substance. So it's not like they milk these little bitty cockroaches. It's the stuff inside the cockroaches. They squish their insides up. Yes. It's not your typical non-dairy milk alternative like almond milk. But cockroach milk is gaining popularity once again after coming to the forefront in 2016. In 2016, when we originally covered the... I should have played the update theme, but I'm not going to now. No, I wouldn't. In 2016, a research team based at the Institute of Stem Cell Biology and Regenerative Medicine in India said the milk from the Pacific beetle cockroach could make for the next great superfood. These cockroaches did they possess... Did the milk? They did. They're, it's in India, man. Yeah, I got it. The milk. These cockroaches pass protein-rich crystals. They possess. Oh, yeah, they do. They pass them and they possess these right, protein-rich right, right. crystals that lactate to feed their young. So I guess oh. it is like milking the cockroaches. This particular type of cockroach, which is usually found on Pacific islands like Hawaii. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. How are you? Gives birth to their babies as opposed to lying eggs. Lying eggs. Laying eggs. Now who's got the stroke? Their milk (laughs) is made up of protein-infused crystals reported to have three times the energy of the equivalent mass of normal dairy milk. Speaking of stroke, we were discussing um, Billy Squire. Yes. Earlier this week. (laughs) The stroke. Yes. And uh, you asked if I could still dance like him. Mm -hmm. Your wife loves that dance. Oh, my gosh. You know, I used to thought it was, I used to think it was so cool. Oh, it never was. That I could... He looks stupid in the video doing it. I could dance. I, I actually practiced that in front of a mirror. I'm so white. <laughs> I'm the whitest white person I know. No, you're the most embarrassing individual. So I got it down. 
And then you sh- sent me this clip a few months ago. It was an animated animated gif. Yes, of Billy Squire dancing doing, doing the stupid dance. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, crap, anybody could do that. You don't even have to practice. It right. looks ridiculous. Right. So stupid. to answer your question, no, I don't do I don't do that dance anymore. So wait, you just contradicted yourself. You either no, I did can. learn it or you... Oh, okay. I, I can do it. And, I just and don't. Lori, who we don't speak of, she actually likes that dance, right? Darn it. No, and she won't let me dance like... Uh, Mick Jagger either. Now I can it's do Mick you Jagger. pull your shirt off and dance around that way. <laughs> well, Billy Squire pulled his shirt off. Billy Squire was like uh, like you used to be in high school, like negative weight. <laughs> he was pretty thin. Still is, actually. Okay, but anyway, you, back you, you to- You get uh, that way when you don't make money and can't eat. Back to cockroach milk. Yeah, you're Wait, about to see me drop. <laughs> <laughs> close to home, sorry. <laughs> Perhaps now that it's 2018, people are, are more daring and willing to try this somewhat baffling milk alternative. Can you imagine eating cockroach milk on your cereal? People are just... What's that going to do to your Cocoa Puffs? Nothing nothing to mine. That's disgusting. Would they just let cockroaches just crawl all over their cereal? Some companies are trying to get ahead of the trend by selling the bug juice in everything from milk to ice cream. They must be with those giant cockroaches. I don't know. South Africa... Why did you stop and look at me like that? Because ice cream. I'm thinking, you, I'm thinking about Dairy Queen right now. <laughs> would you eat Dairy Would you no. have a blizzard? How, what if they didn't tell you and it tasted delicious? Well, then you wouldn't have a choice. Uh, they better be letting me know if that's what's in it. South African company Gourmet Grub. That doesn't sound like a South African company. That sounds like no. an American company. Well, you know. Is selling what they call Into Milk. A milk that comes from sustainably farmed Substainably? insects. Sustainably farmed insects. This is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Think of Milk as sustainable, natu- nature-friendly, nutritious, lactose-free, delicious, delicious, guilt-free d- dairy alternative of the future. The company says on its website, Gourmet Grub says Milk has a high-protein content and is rich, content. And is rich in iron, zinc, and calcium. Hey, you this, know what? This, this is the food. This is, wait, wait. It says right there. It's the guilt-free dairy alternative of the future. Why don't we just let the future people eat it? I would try it. Yeah, you would. I really would. I'd give it a shot. Good. Why not? Because you're. I'm all you about some superfood. Cockroaches. <laughs> Cockroaches. The the insect that carries disease. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why I want it. <laughs> Let's stick with the same thing. How many cockroaches we? have we already gotten in our lifetime in food we didn't know about? Really? How many cockroaches does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? I don't know. They, no, you turn the light on, they all scatter. Yeah, none. Yeah. None. There's a joke in there somewhere. Somewhere. Maybe we should work on that. Yeah, you should probably practice but let's stick with the uh let's stick with the insects shall we edge hill mom finds swarm of insects inside soy sauce bottle that must have been good soy sauce when uppercase (laughs) julia kai opened a brand new bottle of lee kum ki soy sauce to make dinner for her family the last thing she expected was for flies to come out of the bottle it'd be like a magic trick yeah was david blaine there do it again mommy do it again (laughs) Yeah, David Blaine was there, but he was working on getting that card stuck on the other side of the window. <laughs> he threw a fly into her yeah. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the Edge Hill mom said she was making salmon for her daughter on Sunday night. We had that a couple days ago. So, uh, Lori had that today. When the floating fiends were discovered, I asked my daughter to make sauce for the salmon, but she poured the soy sauce into a bowl and told me we couldn't use it. We can't use Ms. it, Kai said. She said there are flies inside the sauce, so I poured the sauce into the sink and poured more into the bowl, and more flies come out. <laughs> she said, nice sound effect. Yeah. She said she felt physically repulsed. Well, sure. By the gruesome discovery, I felt disgusted. I still feel like I want to vomit. It's disgusting, she <laughs> said. This is my favorite Hong Kong brand. I use it always. Her 13-year-old daughter, Annie, said the experience had definitely put her off soy sauce for the foreseeable future. I never want to eat soy sauce ever again, she said. Lee Kum Ki has been contacted for a comment but has not responded. I had a gross food story. Her mom said, hey, you drink your cockroach milk. We won't yeah. make you eat the yeah, you drink, soy sauce. You drink your fly soy sauce or you get no dessert. <laughs> You can know, you can know cockroach ice cream. So um, I went to a place that I never really tried uh, around town, and I'm not going to say what it is. but Because well, I'm not going to, you know, things happen. Juice bar. There's a burger place around oh, town. Let's just okay. say they've popped up all over town. Five guys. No. Okay. So I go, and first of all, it was it was a service nightmare. Okay. People standing around waiting on stuff. Whatever. But I heard this place is really good, but I've never really been there. And... Um, 
Tim Hortons. The, no, that's actually uh, Cassandra straightened me out on that today. Tim Hortons <laughs> is like a Starbucks in Canada. Yeah, I heard it's closer to a uh, Panera. Where you can get like healthy. Cassandra was there, and she said it's like a Starbucks. It's and you're going like to question Cassandra. I'll let you take it up with her. I'll take it up with her. Short man syndrome. <laughs> so anyway, back to our story. So I went to this place. This is absolutely ridiculous. Every time you're mean to me. Get okay. Out of here. So I had a hair in my hamburger. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Did you order it? The hair? Yeah. No. So it was like accidental. I'm sure you can't really order that. <laughs> I want a, I want lettuce, tomato, a hair, and But mustard. here's the thing. It wouldn't, it, it's not really, for one, I don't know. Like, I would still go back, maybe right. not to that particular location. I don't know. But the burger was really good. It wasn't any J&D like we got here. Eh. Love it. You know, we've discussed J&D. Yeah. You definitely get your money's worth I'm there. I'm going to say it. Jumbo and delicious. It is, it is both. And it I, is both I went, those And things. I went to the new location just down the road here. Oh, there's a new one? Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. And it's uh, bigger. Better? Same jumbo No, 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 no. It's just all the same. It's just a different location, better parking, bigger space, not the little like eight table thing. So now they have two locations. Yeah. I and, love it. And I had, and the food was fantastic there. Just as good. Yeah. Okay. Exactly the same. All right. We've covered that. But anyway, um, that's the best burger to me. But It's a good burger. Oh, so good. And it is bun, good. The bun yeah. is so soft. I don't know where they get those buns, but uh. they're so good. But this place... It's cheap. Everybody goes there. And, uh, I mean, college kids love it because it's cheap. And uh, it was good My if they would just... Steak and shake. No. And I would go back. <laughs> I would go back even with this one thing that happened. Because things can happen. Culver's. For once, I wouldn't... No. Uh, for once, I wasn't grossed out by it. I love Culver's, by the what way. What is wrong with you? Why did you flinch? I've got something in my eye. It's a burger hair. Get to an, get, let's get to the important topic here. <clears throat> okay. Headline is... <clears throat> excuse me. That... <laughs> New York is literally running out of Cheetos. They're not like just acting like it. They're literally, They're literally running panic mode out of Cheetos. DEFCON 4. Had your junk food cravings stymied lately by an empty bodega chip aisle, Craig? Bodega? I'm being mean to you. Blame Frito-Lay. Corner stores around town are reportedly running out of everything the company makes. So Doritos, Cheetos, Fritos, Lay's, Ruffles Chips, Rolled Gold Pretzels, Cracker Jacks, which we mm. discussed, Grandma's Cookies. Oh, you, I hope you know what, Grandma you, don't you, find you out. You know what would be awesome story? Just great. What? Like irony or poetic justice here. If it was a poop train blocking <laughs> the tracks. <laughs> that would be awesome. We were trying to ship them from up, from up up north from the south, but somebody parked a poop train on the tracks. I'll tell you something I've noticed. While we're talking about chips, because I just listed all those, do you, have you tried to find Golden Flake lately around here? I've seen them in the stores. Kroger doesn't have them. Walmart doesn't have them. Maybe you're not looking in the right place. No, I'm looking in the right place. I spent 10 minutes I at the chip I think Speedway's aisle. got them. Well, I'll go there. For, no, I know they do, yeah, because that's where I've been actually been buying them. What's the deal? Maybe they're not paying for the space. You know, they have to like, you know, they, I think they pay for that placement on those on those shelves. I got to have my sweet heat. Golden Flake sweet heat is the only chip of a, that for for Aaron. Well, we are really happy to know that. Yeah, Golden Flake sweet heat. If you want to get me some something. You can't eat just one. No. Bag. No. 20. All right, anyway. What about um, you're not going to go on about Charles chips while you're at it? Well, they're good, but those are really hard to come by. You have to go to Cracker Barrel, Cracker, or let's go they ahead. used to deliver them. Remember that? I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm. I, we hadn't delivered at home. Yeah, we did too. I'm kind of hungry now. You want to go buy me Cracker Barrel? If you'll go buy me Sweet Heat, I'll buy you some Charles chips. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I want you to buy me some chicken and dumplings. <laughs> the Post reports that Frito Lay Gummit. <laughs> So it's not just me. Has tried spreading remaining drivers through New York as early as it can. Okay, so the PepsiCo subsidiary cut the pay of its delivery drivers, Craig. This is what happened. So as much as uh, a third of them, many quit. Uh, they all quit. They, they cut their pay by a third. So the drivers... Then they're getting what they deserve. Yeah, they kind of went on strike. I mean, the, That's the, why you can't find... The consumers are suffering. True. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, call to the distribu- distribution center. Uh, no one answers. One operator tells the paper. Another who owns 33 gourmet delis in Midtown says he's fed up at this point and is just done with them. They need to get Golden Flake. According to the Post, 35 of 140 drivers have quit Frito-Lay's Brooklyn Depot, whose zone extends to Lower Manhattan. 105. And 12 of the 105 have quit in the Bronx. The pay- So that's, that's a total of, of uh, 47 out of 140. So yeah. that's less than 100 now. 
The pay change affects drivers nationwide and apparently consisted of a swapping a more salary-driven structure for a commission-based system in which some drivers in bodega-dense urban cores reportedly used to make almost six figures. The company argues that drivers around the U.S. have seen an increase in overall uh, compensation on average, but that calculation includes the ones in Wyoming where it's at 50 miles to the next Flying J truck stop. Some drivers say they are now doing freelance delivery for Amazon or driving for Uber on the weekends. What? What? Which I don't recommend. Are we still talking about this? Of, of the... <laughs> of the ones still delivering Get Cheetos, the post ads. We are adults, and this is ridiculous. That, that some especially desperate store owners, meanwhile, have resorted to ambushing them on their routes to try to bum chips or pretzels. So they're getting out there and blocking These their guys are blocking like the trucks. They're like junkies. Hey, man. Come on, man. Just where's, need, my, where's my gold? Roll gold. Come on, man. I just, I just need one more bag, man. I need me a roll gold, please. Come on, man. I'm good for it. Hey, we got a chupacabra story. Ooh, the chupacabra. It's, it's for real, man. For real. Oh, I didn't. Oh, no, you do know this. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right, go I'm ahead. so excited. I showed you the other day. I got the, uh, well, I went to the $5 joint yeah. where I ran into you, and that's why you know already. Yeah. But I got the Furbaca. Oh, yeah. It's a Chewbacca Furby. That's a cool little, cool little I put fella. batteries in him. Yeah. He's so funny. He sits around going, pew, pew, pew. He <laughs> makes like I laser. Know, I heard it. When did you hear it? You sent me a video. Oh, you're right. Yes. And he goes, nee, 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 He like does the song and stuff. I know. It's very cool. But like, unlike the original Furby, which we've got one of those somewhere. I don't know what happened to it. He's hiding out between the walls or something. Yeah. He's like a dead monkey. Be careful. He, um, he doesn't talk all the time. The original one never would shut up. Right. This guy just eh, goes to sleep, doesn't do anything. And then you start messing with him. He'll wake up and go, <laughs> that's cool. But he's got those, that's an improvement, you ask me. But he's got it is. But I want him to have the mechanical eyes. He's got these animated eyes. That but are, they, yeah, but they they're bright. I thought they were they're really bright cool. and they animate like little spaceships go by and stuff like that. Yeah. But but the original was animatronic, you know, really cool. Yeah, the eyes actually the moved. Eyes moved and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Have you ever seen one with the skin taken off of it? It's pretty. Yes, that's creepy. Yeah. I don't like it. It's like fembots. But anyway, uh. Looks like a fembot. Fembot pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, mysterious werewolf killed werewolf quote unquote. Killed in Montana, a mysterious chupacabra. A chupacabra. Mm-hmm. A mysterious wolf-like creature was shot dead by a rancher in rural Montana, and even wildlife officials have no clue what the thing is, authorities said Friday. The beast had oddly long gray fur, oversized claws, and an extra large head. This is this is the wolf from Rampage. <laughs> no, it's a chupacabra. <laughs> Why haven't they just come out and said we caught we found a dead chupacabra? Because it's the wolf from Rampage. No, it's I haven't seen that. But it's you've seen the game. But its ears are too big and its legs are too short to be a common wolf or dog, according to Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks officials. Well, well, we really have no idea what this is until we get a DNA. A DNA. Oh man, I'm having a stroke again. <laughs> until we get a DNA report back. Bruce Ockley of Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks told the Great Falls Tribune. What's so great about it? It falls. That Tribune. The strange discovery was made May 16 by a man who shot the canine. Well, they know it's a canine because it tried to chow down on his livestock in the tiny town of Denton, officials said in a press release. The rancher called the authorities to report that he had killed a wolf, but authorities soon learned it was something stranger. The critter's canine teeth and front paws were too short to be a wolf. And its big floppy ears and shaggy fur were nothing like a common canine, official said. We could be a deformed one. True believers took to Twitter to howl uh, howl over what the Franken dog could be. That was a that whole sentence was an attempt at journalistic humor. It was. It was a big failure. It was bad. Yeah. Theories include a dire wolf. That's a wolf who's who's really in <laughs> dire need of, I guess, normal size ears and paws. <laughs> An extinct saber-toothed canine that once... Well, if he's extinct, that's not what he is. That no. once roamed North America and even a real-life werewolf. It's a no, chubacabra. If it was a werewolf, it'd be a naked dude lying with a gunshot. That's exactly right. He would with turn, a silver bullet somewhere. Right. Yes. He would, well, he, they say he used a silver bullet, though. Well, he's dead. Maybe he was just That's the only way out. to kill him, isn't it? We hope they use a silver bullet. Uh, We'd hate to be there when it woke up, no, wrote All Things <laughs> Haunt. Referencing the only weapon used to kill werewolves in folklore. Why has no one? Why could it just be a mutated dog or something? It's a flipping chupacabra man. Finally, a chupacabra. They found one. Now, right. if the chupacabra would be in Mexico, 
His gym signs. Oh, headline is Mexico. His gym sign said, "Tired of being fat and ugly? Just be ugly." <laughs> and he's keeping it. Wow. In other words, I can fix the one thing. Right. He should. He should open up next door to a plastic surgeon. Uh, that's a great idea. Yeah, two for one. Yeah, it was a call to action. Gym owner Scott Campbell said, "Tired of being fat and ugly?" His sign outside Pell City Fitness read in stark white letters. Well, then just be ugly. Campbell expected some reaction, he told the Washington Post on Wednesday. Maybe an uptick in customers who laughed at the sign he installed on May the 15th in a small town east of Birmingham, Alabama. He got those laughs, along with a deluge of comments on social media calling the sign offensive. What is offensive about that, Craig? What is offensive about that funny sign? He he did not say you, person in particular, He didn't name anybody? It was satire. It was funny. I think it's a great sign. That's what's wrong with this country. Don't get me started. You're getting me started, Craig. This is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I have to hear that over and over again. Two days after he installed it, he said a Pell City sign enforcement officer told him he was real pale when he came in. Very he, pale. He, he needed some sun. A Pell City sign enforcement officer told him that the sign was in violation and had to come down within 24 hours or he would be fined. What was the violation? The official did not give a clear reason, so we don't know. So Campbell posted a video of himself in front of the sign on a Facebook on to Facebook to rally support. They've given me till five o'clock tomorrow evening to take it down. So it's going to stay up till four fifty. I like how he's playing it safe. He's not saying four fifty nine. Cue the social media backlash. All right, here's something that was uh, on social media. That sign should be taken down. Think about it. Some people are already struggling being bullied. <clears throat> And my opinion is that the sign is making it harder on people being bullied already. I hate that word, bullied. Bullied. Ugh. A commenter wrote Friday. It should only be used if the word wooly comes before it. Yes. Wooly, bully. Yeah. Mully. I'm not fat, nor am I ugly, they added. They well, just then you're to not the talk- then, Okay, then you're not the person. <laughs> you know, I was listening to uh, a radio show this morning that we've listened to. Sure. And uh, Frank Caliento was on. Love him. And uh, he's that Madden guy for and, those and, of you. Yeah, and he's a great. He's he puts Rich Little to shame. Oh, he's incredible. He's such a great yeah. impersonator. Uh, but anyway, uh, impressionist. Yes. But it was funny. It was like they were talking about trying to do comedy and how do you have to make you know concessions for this stuff because you can't say anything about people getting upset. No. It's, just, it's almost. I would like, hate to be a comedian in this world. It's all. It's, it, he was just talking. About, it's almost like you've got to you. you He'll do some funny accent, and it's really nothing. They'll say, what is that? It's like they want to know what it is so they'll know who to be offended for. <laughs> Isn't that funny? No. <laughs> <laughs> so this person, basically, we're in a society now where you just complain to hear yourself complain exactly. about stuff. It's almost like people want to want to get a, get something started. They want to know that, like, oh, I started that movement to take down the fat sign. Hey, speaking of Burger King, you know what I saw? <laughs> speaking of fat, ugly people. I love Burger King. You like Burger King. Oh, yeah. Did you see? Is this real? I saw a video. It was a chocolate Whopper. What? No, no. It's the bun is cake. Where? I saw a video on YouTube. and It was from Burger King. It's their crazy marketing they've got. Their marketing is ingenious. Chocolate patty, which I assume is just made of chocolate or something. The the mayonnaise is like cream as a icing. Oh. The onions are like white chocolate. I'm in. I know. I'm in. I hope it's real. I do, too. Can now you got me. Now you got I'll me. I'll pay ten dollars for that. No, so, I won't really. I would. I might. I would. I for might. sure. For real, all. I don't know. Anyway, you were talking about Burger King. Go ahead. Others offered their support on social media. Pay the fine and leave it up. Great sign. Another commenter said on Friday, a day after the video was posted, Campbell said the city manager Brian Munger called to say that the issue involved a necessary permit, which Campbell did not have. But yeah, right. He filed the paperwork. Uh, on Monday, and said no fine has been issued. Okay, so we got to put the sign back up. The sign is still up, Campbell said, and has sparked some interest from potential clients for the gym, which opened last July, and that, Craig, was the entire point. So if you're offended by the sign, you would not fit in at the gym, he said. The thing is, we just need to start dealing with these people that complain. Just say, shut up. (laughs) Leave them alone, man. I don't like the way you portrayed that. That's I'm telling you. uh, What is that? Political correctness is just killing everything now there's there's certain things that are just wrong right and then there's political correctness which is full of baloney and, in and my opinion caliento was talking about um you know it's just that's what's funny about people is that we're all different and it's funny because we're all different yeah and you know, we do really bad accents and stuff on the show oh sure we do there's nothing mean-spirited about it absolutely we not. are we are all different 
and that's what makes it funny. We uh, ought, yes. we ought to be able to sit down and uh, an Asian person laugh at the way we talk. Yes, and, or the, we laugh at the way they talk, or whatever. It's yeah, if they, if they tried to do a story about us, they would talk like this or something. I don't know, yeah, but I wouldn't funny. be offended. No, it'd be awesome. No, it would be funny. Yeah, and it's just it's just get over yourself. Absolutely, just get over yourself. And we and short people, they're the worst. We're taking a stand. Short people are awesome. They got no reason. <laughs> got beady little eyes and stubby little feet whatever some little cars go beep 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 (laughs) (laughs) independent school not letting prankster senior walk in graduation he's got to crawl he's gonna he's gonna gonna be wheeled around the acl oh you know this can't start good the aclu the aclu of missouri filed a lawsuit because that's what they do against the independent school district after the district banned a senior for participating in graduation because of a Craigslist ad prank. Friday afternoon, a judge ruled in favor of the school district. After the judge's verdict, a district spokesperson said the senior was not uh, will not walk during Saturday's ceremony because they'll break his legs. <laughs> on Wednesday, Fox 4 first reported Kylan Shield posted an ad on Craigslist that listed Truman High School for sale. <laughs> Which I think is That's hysterical. Awesome. <laughs> this is so awesome. The independent <laughs> school district suspended Shield for three days and banned him from attending graduation due to what they considered an implied threat. What? That's ridiculous. This is an eighteen year old wrote the school wrote the school was for sale because of loss of students coming up. They're graduating. They're graduating. It's a joke. Are you kidding me? The loss of students. Hey, Missouri, why don't you grow a sense of humor? <laughs> or am I not allowed to say that? Oh, you're in trouble. I decided to say the reason we're selling this is because of the loss of students. Because the senior class is graduating, Sheil said Wednesday. Which is funny. According to the district spokesperson, the police report said... Given the nature of the post, the independent school, uh, the independence police department was treating Good this as a very serious threat. It's not a threat. The police also uh, police also said uh, the police report also said uh, I also informed Shield uh, that due to recent school shootings, there was a concern that uh, the posted ad could have alluded to something happening at the school before mm. the, during graduation. Shield agreed. With that, give it. No, it doesn't. It does there's not. There's nothing about that that says there's uh, going to be a school shooting. Absolutely. This is the school's for sale. That's right, because uh, students are leaving. Yeah. And even if, even if it wasn't for that, it's funny, like like you could sell that, like you're going to school's for sale. <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> the district said Craigslist ad caused concern and substantial disruptions at school, and multiple parents contacted the district oh, and checked their kids out of school. The clear subs, uh, substantial and material disruption. Uh, served as the basis for the suspension, the district uh, spokesperson said. Thousands of people online have expressed that the school district went too far. There's now a petition with more than 2,000 supporters calling for the district to reverse its decision. One supporter even plans to protest outside the high school on Friday afternoon. Well, he better watch out. He'll get arrested. They'll be out there with binoculars. Is he still out there? Yeah, he's still there. The one guy. <laughs> If they wanted to silence him, I think they probably had the opposite effect because other students are out there saying, we've done this. Some are saying, we've done worse. Shields' mother, uh, Denitra Clark, said Thursday, we have no words to describe how amazing it is to know our city, our community, and our metropolitan area has so many people who just want to see him succeed. I agree. I think that's awesome. I'm sorry. I want to sign that. I'm sorry, and you know, I, I really struggle to hold back what I feel a lot of times. Well, it's okay. It's our podcast. No, I'm saying I struggle to hold back how I feel. <laughs> you know, I really have a hard time saying what's on my mind. Yeah, yeah, I know you But will. I'm going to try right now. Go ahead. These people in Missouri are idiots. <laughs> how stupid do you have to be to think that was a threat on anybody? It was a prank. Hey, people. This is absolutely ridiculous. It was a prank. It was funny, too. That's all it was. Hey, Missouri, straighten up. Please. All right. Headline is, 80-year-old man crashes car into seafood store in Niles, then walks a few doors down to get a haircut. He's got, I mean, here's the thing. He's like, while well, I'm here. Well, well, the thing is, he's got to wait for the wrecker. The police <laughs> officer has to follow the report. Has to wait for the police officer to get there. A man who reportedly drove his vehicle through the window of a Niles seafood market Wednesday morning wasn't going to let that interfere with his plans Wasn't to that get a Frazier's haircut. brother? Niles? Yeah, is I it, think it was. Is that or was his, it Miles? No, it's Niles. Niles? That's his, that's his seafood place. Oh, yeah. It, it is his. He he owns that, and he's got to get a new window because yeah, Gramps new, drove yeah, right through it. Well, he wanted to look good, too, when he, they had to take his picture. He was as calm as could be getting his haircut, said June. Well, when you're 80, 
You don't care. When you're 80, you don't make excuses to anybody. You don't know. You don't have to answer. You don't. No, I'm, you know, I'm 80. You go away. <laughs> he was as calm as could be getting his haircut. Said the owner of Hair Designs Unlimited in Niles, describing the driver's demeanor just minutes after the crash. The 80-year-old Skokie man, well, that's kind of mean, mm, Yeah. had driven his Unfair silver- Unfair way to describe him. Had driven his silver four-door vehicle into the front window of Captain Alex Seafood. Mm, Captain and boy, Alex. that captain was not happy he about it. He was not it. happy. Then he got out of the vehicle and walked several doors down to his hair appointment. Oh, well, he didn't want to be late. <laughs> Photos taken at the scene show a vehicle lodged in the store's front window in a strip mall located between Oak and Elizabeth Avenues. We believe he mistook the gas pedal for the brake. What yeah, happens? Yeah, you think? <laughs> that happens. Jumped over the parking block and drove into the building, breaking the window and the door. No structural damage was caused to the building. Oh, and no yes, there was. <laughs> the window would argue. Yeah, the frame for the window, <laughs> the window. Saracino says she did not witness the crash, but was inside her salon when the police stopped in looking for the driver. (laughs) That's what he he was getting a disguise. He said they they saw an old man with long hair wreck. And then he came back out as a perfect disguise. He's like, whose car is that in the window? When the police. How much is that car in the window? (laughs) When the police. Beep, beep, beep. (laughs) When the police came and asked if an older man had walked by, I said, no. Not knowing that a client, an older man who had been in the salon before, was sitting having a haircut. After the barber had finished cutting the client's hair, the man acknowledged his involvement in the crash, she said. He looks great in his uh, mugshot. He's getting nice and clean. A nice haircut. Yeah. Hey, you like a good McDonald's story. McDonald's customers suing for $5 million over unwanted quarter pounder cheese. So this is, it, it, now I have not read this story, but it appears to me that somebody got an extra quarter pounder in their bag. No. And sued for $5 no, one, million. No, over unwanted quarter pounder. Cheese. Oh, well, they got cheese on their quarter pounder. Cynthia Kissner and Leonard Werner argue that hamburgers and cheeseburgers are different uh, prices on the McDonald's menu. That's but true. When, but when they order a quarter pounder without the extra dairy, they're still forced to pay the same amount. Yes, stupid, you do, because <laughs> it is a different product. Why do they call it a quarter pounder with cheese if it's automatically going to have cheese? Can't you order just a quarter pounder? That's what they're arguing. I think that's what they're upset about. They're thinking, okay, if I want a quarter pounder without cheese, right? I'll just order. I should a quarter pay pounder. less. Isn't it cheaper? There's only a quarter pounder with cheese. They don't sell a quarter pounder. I don't think so. The only ones I've ever seen are quarter pounders with cheese. Because you know a Whopper, they'll ask you, "Do you want cheese?" That's because they do it your way at Burger King. The thing is, yes. So, if this is going where I think this is okay, I let's just read it. Let's just read it. Calm down. Let's just read it, okay? Because if this is what ahead. I think it is, I'm about to blow my top. Go ahead. All right. As we said earlier, Cynthia and Leonard, people who have nothing better to do, they argue that cheeseburger and you know the cheeseburger and hamburger prices are different. They, they were a quarter pounder yeah. without extra dairy. They're still forced to pay the same amount. According to the lawsuit filed May 8th in Fort Lauderdale florida oh man don't worry seeking class action status mcdonald's used to sell four different quarter pounder options two of which came without cheese and okay. cost between 30 to 90 yeah less. that's what i remember they also used to sell something called a mcpizza uh, mcrib <laughs> they, they still do yeah i'm saying they had mclobster i know they do but they don't have it year round no and so you can get mad when you go in there and they don't have that anymore well no but if you used to get a quarter pounder 90 cents less because it, you got it without cheese, and now they're charging you. This still. That warrants a lawsuit? Not for $5 million, maybe for 90 cents. <laughs> How about the fact that it's their restaurant? They can sell what they want as long as it's legal. What are you, Mayor McCheese? Maybe. Look at me. I'm Mayor McCheese. <laughs> that makes me a fry guy. About the right, <clears throat> about the right height. According to the lawsuit, okay, I said that already. You're closer to Grimace. I'm acting like more like Grimace. No, Grimace was always happy. Yeah, big. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> McDonald's used to sell... For, are you sound fat? What? Is that what you just said? Fat and ugly? You sound... Really? Just be could ugly. I, could I, I could just be ugly. At some point, the lawsuit... This is absolutely ridiculous. At some point, the lawsuit claims the restaurant stops separate, uh, separately displaying these products for purchase on menus and currently lists the uh, the availability of quarter pounder with cheese and double quarter pounder with cheese. Okay. Since this change, customers have been forced to continue uh, forced and continue to be overcharged for these products by being forced to pay for two slices of cheese, which they do not want, order, or receive to be able to purchase their desired product. The lawsuit claims, according to the Herald. Okay, so. First of all, I don't know who Harold is and why he's there, but 
if I was to talk to this guy, Harold, that's like me wanting to, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I'm at this point, you're inventing your own product. Well, no, it's not on the menu. So, so, True. So, so the quarter yeah. pounder without cheese is not a menu item anymore. Yeah, just I, like, okay, let's just put like, it this way. Wait, 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 just like a chicken sandwich drizzled with grape jelly is not on the menu. Oh, they're good, though. Chicken sandwich with grape jelly on yes. it? Yes. I made that up. No, I put honey. I put strawberry jelly. Okay, but you're also sweet. a freak, okay? <laughs> so, if you, let's look at it like this. If you ordered a Big Mac without lettuce. Right. You're not going to get a refund for that lettuce. No. You're going to pay the price of the Big Mac. Exactly. It just doesn't have lettuce. Get, here's the thing. If you've got a problem with this, how about you go to Wendy's? Yeah. I mean, the thing she's is, got pigtails. You can pull this, them. This, yeah. This is, a, this, is also, <laughs> this is also one of those deals where um, you're not buying a la carte things. You're not saying, right. I want a hamburger, and you don't have a cheeseburger on the menu. But I want to add I want to add something to the burger, right? So you're going to give me a slice of cheese for a quarter or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's different. That is different. This is in reverse. This is this is what we offer. Yeah. If you want, there's nothing in this case to buy extra because this is what we offer. You would take it off, and they think they should take money off. I'm sorry, I don't agree with that. I disagree too. I agree I think, with you. Think, oddly enough, I think you. I know. I think you need to just get a life. Not you. Yeah, I understand. I'm talking about Cynthia and Leonard. Yeah. Anyway, this whole thing is just ridiculous. McDonald's is being unjustly enriched by these practices because it receives payment for cheese it does not deliver to its customers. The lawsuit claims the plaintiffs have suffered injury as a result of their purchases because they were overcharged and were required to pay for cheese, which is not a component of either a quarter pounder or a double quarter pounder that they did not want and did not receive, the Herald reports. McDonald's lists the ingredients of the of the quarter pound of cheese on the website, which includes a quarter pound of 100% beef patty, which is arguable, sesame seed bun, pasteurized processed American cheese, Ugh. ketchup pickles, slices, uh, onions. It also lists nutritional info for the quarter pounder without, without cheese, though it does not specify prices for the two. A McDonald's spokesperson told USA Today the company does not believe the claims in this lawsuit have legal merit, uh, blah, blah, blah. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. So... Just don't go there. I got a feeling that's this law case. This law case? lawsuit will be vanished. Um, the thing is, um, he, here's the deal: nobody's making you buy that burger. No. So when you walk up and I say no, it's still going to be four dollars. Okay, that's the deal. Do I you, just don't want cheese. Do you want it? Or, okay, so yeah. it's, it's still four dollars. Do you want it or not? I agree to that price, or I do not agree to that price, yeah. and you leave. Yeah. I think we've beaten that dead horse with a hamburger on That's his story. head. story. We've had some angry stories tonight. And now a weird moment from history. Tonight's weird news from history. Craig is titled, The Bandit Who Wouldn't Give Up. Smoking the Bandit? We're talking about Elmer McCurdy. Elmer Mur- McCurdy was not the type of man one would expect to remain infamous over 100 years after his death. Born in 1880, even in his arri- even his arrival into this world was a bit ignominious. Ignominious. His mother, Sadie McCurdy, was only 17 year- years old at the time of his birth, and she was unmarried. <gasps> this was back in 1880. Oh, no. Oh, you know, she's... Mm. She's got a scarlet letter, I bet. Elmer was adopted by Sadie's brother and raised by him and his wife. Not long after Elmer's father died, Sadie admitted that she was Elmer's mother. Shocked and traumatized by this revelation... Elmer went from a normal child to a teen alcoholic prone to acting out. He liked theater? <laughs> yeah, he was an actor. Okay. Elmer moved in with his grandmother and found work as an apprentice plumber. That's a good job. That's a, that's a magical plumber. Yeah, if you can get it. A job at which he excelled, making a comfortable living for Oh, that'd be a sorcerer's time. apprentice plumber. Right. Okay. But in 1898, the economic downturn that had begun in 1893 made its way to the McCurdy household. So Elmer, You remember those hard times, don't you? Whatever. Elmer lost his job. Within three years, Elmer's mother and grandfather had died, and Elmer, no longer able to hold a job, began drifting around the Northeast, offering his services Just floating around. as a miner and a plumber wherever possible. See, he was young, so he was a miner. Eventually, correct. Elmer ended up in Missouri, where he joined the Army. And he tried to sell schools for a living. There, he was trained in the use of nitroglycerin, the most popular explosive material at the time. Kids loved it. After his honorable discharge, Elmer began using his skill to help him burglarize homes, people, and trains. At one point, 
Elmer and a friend were even arrested and sent to trial for possessing tools used for burglary, like his setup for nitroglycerin. They were able to convince a judge that that the tools were just for a machine gun they were inventing. <laughs> that wouldn't fly today. Wow. You'd be better off saying you were trying to break into something. <laughs> you were trying to make bombs or something. After leaving the trail... Uh, the trial. Elmer began his stint as a train. No, it says leaving the trail. It says trail. It does. After leaving the trail, Elmer began his stint as a train and bank robber in earnest. Although the limited training he had received in nitroglycerin often meant that his robbery attempts were less than professional. One time, <laughs> people were coming back with missing arms, <laughs> attempting to blast off a safe door. Elmer used far too much nitroglycerin, causing most of the money and the goods inside the safe to be destroyed. Well, he's hardly an expert at nitroglycerin, then, is he? In another attempted robbery, robbery. Did you say robbery? I did. Elmer's charge. Elmer's charge failed to ignite, leaving the would-be robbers to scrounge whatever cash was not locked up. Hardly the stuff of Jesse James. That's when you get your assistant to just go hit it with a hammer. See if he can break that open. No, just hit the nitro with a hammer. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Elmer's next attempt took place in October of 1911. He and two of his friends heard that a train coming through would be carrying $400,000 in cash. Mm. So that's that's over 100 years ago. How much do you think that'd be worth now? That'd be $4 million, don't you think? 401000 At least. The men stopped a train, but quickly discovered that it was only a passenger train. So they managed to take out $46 oh, from wow. the people on board. Well, we're here. We might as well go ahead and fleece the people in the train. And two large bottles of whiskey. <laughs> Which Elmer quickly commandeered. <laughs> yes, he did. Elmer holed up in a barn with his whiskey. He was ill and drunk when police showed up to make good on the $2,000 reward on his head. On October 7th, I wonder how much the rest of him got. I don't know. I mean, probably a lot more. He was shot and killed on October 7th. Now, this is where the story gets really weird, Craig, which is why we're covering it. So Elmer's body was taken to a funeral home and left unclaimed. Joseph Johnson, you remember Joe Johnson, yeah, don't you? Joe. Yeah. yeah the owner of the, of the home embalmed the body with a preservative that kept his features and body intact. 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 Wow. When months stretched by without the owner receiving payment... From a relative for his services, he decided to start exhibiting the body to make back his cost. So the body of the bandit who wouldn't give up became far more popular in attraction than Johnson could have dreamed. In fact, he soon was attracting offers from carnival owners for the purchase of McCurdy's body. So Johnson refused these offers. He ain't going to sell that body. He's got too much in it already. That's <laughs> but, right. So anyway, five years later, two men claiming to be McCurdy's brothers showed up. Unable to refuse them, Johnson handed the body over. The men were actually James and Charles Patterson's owners of the carnival. Oh, no. <laughs> they came back and they said, uh, by the way, we're his brothers. They offered McCurdy's body for seven. They featured McCurdy's body for seven years, at which point the carnival was sold wholesale to Louis Sony. When Louis Sony died, the body was placed in storage. It made an appearance in 1967, uh, 1967's movie She Freak. With his own, with his son's permission, I didn't know that. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. So his body was in that movie. It was sold uh, to a few uh, other oddity displayers through the 60s and 70s. At some point, it was left hanging inside an amusement park funhouse. Good grief! Oh my gosh, that's a real body hanging there, man. McCurdy's body was rediscovered by a television crew in 1976. After a long examination, it was re-identified as McCurdy. So after 75 years of odd ex exhibitions and displays, McCurdy's body was finally laid to rest and covered in two feet of concrete to dissuade any possible grave robbers. That's crazy. Is was, that not bizarre? I was looking at pictures while we were t you were talking, and uh, that's pretty creepy. It's really creepy. I, I, can't, I can't get over the whole... I can't get over the, going through the haunted house. Left in a fun house. There's nothing fun about that. <laughs> it's, That's no fun. Morbid. Weird. <laughs> hey, it's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. The top 10 historical facts that are almost too weird to be true, but they are all true. Yes, they are. Number 10. A famous Native American named Blackbird was said to have loved his horse so much that he was buried sitting on top of it. Buried upright sitting on his horse. Yeah. Number nine of the top ten historical facts that are almost too weird to be real, but they're all true. This is really weird. Ronald Reagan is best known for being president and acting in numerous films, but he was also a prolific lifeguard who saved 77 people from drowning. See, that's not weird. The fact he was in movies with a chimp, that's weird. That is weird. That's weird. Bonzo. 
Number eight, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Pisa? Yeah. Pisa? Yeah. Now I want pizza. Was actually never straight to begin with. The foundation began to sink when they started on the second floor. And the inside apparently is hollow. Yeah. I I didn't say mahalo. That'd be Hawaiian. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Number seven of the top ten historical facts that are almost too weird to be real but are all true. Before there were alarm clocks, there were knockers up. Who were hired? Easy. Who were hired to shoot dried peas from a blowgun at pe- at people's windows in order to wake them up in the mornings? Oh, that's interesting. I don't think it would wake me up though. Number wake s- me up before you go go. Number six, top ten historical facts that are almost too weird to be real, but they are all true. Like many ancient royalty, King Tut's parents were related. Okay. Like many ancient royalty, King Tut's parents were related. Like like everybody's parents. What? Oh, they're related. Oh, yeah, no, I'm thinking yeah. of Arkansas. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I started thinking about Arkansas and Mississippi. That's, that's for bank fracas. Oh, man. I'm sorry. You see how I would be confused by that. <laughs> like funny. many ancient royalty, King Tut's parents were related. They were actually brother and sister, according to DNA taken from his mummified body. He was also disabled and probably had malaria. I did not know that. So that's pretty interesting. Now you do. Number five. In 1929, researchers at Princeton University claimed that they had turned a living cat into a telephone. (laughs) Meow. Get the phone, would you? Meow. (laughs) Meow, meow, meow. That's hilarious. That's funny. They turned a living cat into a telephone. Number four. Winston Churchill famously loved cigars. How much? About ten a day. That's a lot of cigars. That's a lot. That's... Too many. He did love them. Number three, during the Great Depression, people often made clothes out of potato sacks. Okay, that I knew. Mm-hmm. We knew that. Seeing this, distributors made their sacks more colorful to help people remain at least somewhat fashionable. Well, that was so kind. That really is. Number two of the top ten historical facts, almost too true, too weird to be true, and then the other stuff. <coughs> we try that again. With top ten historical facts, almost too weird to be real, but they're all true. It's hard to say when you're stroking out in the corner. Um, Before dentures were invented, teeth were pulled from the mouths of dead soldiers for use as prosthetics. I don't want this. No, thank you. No, thanks. And the number one top ten historical fact that's almost too weird to be real. Albert Einstein could have been president of Israel when it was formed, but he declined. (laughs) Making too much money as a scientist. Maybe. Wow, that was a weird list. Well, you can blame Mark Patch. Why? Well, it's the Mark Patch Top 10 list. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Episode 180, we only got 20 more. Can you believe that? 20 more until we hit 200 and we disappear into the history books. 20 more, 20 more episodes and we're out like Flint. Yeah, we tell everybody that. You think people are going to be dis- disappointed when they really do a one? Two one's not here? I doubt it. I really doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta go. This is kind of like, I'm tired. I need a nap. I'm old now. There you are.